We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a weird song to bring our guy Peter Rosenberg in with, but here we are. Maybe so a, what is he talking about today? Maybe he's a big salt and pepper fan. Peter Rosenberg, King of New York, Hot 97, ESPN New York. Uh, Peter, how do you feel about salt and pepper? That's not the one I would play, you know? <laughs> um, but you know what's funny? It was a moment, though. You'll appreciate this. I remember hearing that song and Shoop, which was another salt and pepper banger, on the way to Westland Middle School with great frequency on the school bus. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, their, that was their second run, was that Shoop, What a Man, Let's Talk About Sex era. They, <laughs> listen, they're an all-time great group. They're historic. Uh, first sort of women, like real big crossover stars. Push it is like a kind of forever at this point part of pop culture. But let's talk about sex. It was an interesting, it was an interesting choice there. Certainly. I I, I don't, I'm not surprised that you all were listening to that on a regular basis. (laughs) It was was a hell of a time in the nineties. Young bucks. Um, Peter, I want to start here. Uh, Scott Turner is out. I think you were kind of okay with that decision. Even if you thought it was kind of a scapegoat situation. Is that a, Fair synopsis of, of where you were at on the decision? Yes. Are you at all intrigued by the names that are popping up with the commanders at offensive coordinator now? We know they've interviewed Ken Zampezi, who was already on the staff. Pat Shermer, who has uh, been a head coach in New York, so you might have some familiarity with him. And now Charles London, who was the quarterback's coach in Atlanta. Uh, no, none of this excites me in the least bit. Uh Listen, Shermer, Shermer had a good, really good, uh, had a really good Viking, a really good Vikings offense before he came to New York, but then he essentially pooped the bed in New York um, as a head coach, and so I guess I was kind of left probably with a little bit of a sour taste, but that doesn't mean he can't be an OC. Obviously, just doesn't excite me. Um, no, no, I just being honest, none of the none of those names excite me. No, but haven't we got to the point where? We've gotten a lot of excitement over the years as far as players, coaches, and everything, and they fall on. Maybe they go the opposite route this time. We're not excited if somebody comes and then excites us. You know what? It's a fair point. Because <laughs> otherwise, we'll just be disappointed. And sometimes, listen, some of these names you really – I mean, listen, unless you're a true football insider, a lot of these names, most of us casual, you know, people who love the game, don't even really know what they're like as a coordinator until they're your coordinator. Mm-hmm. So just just to be totally honest, so no, none of those names felt like a splash. But um, listen, man, who knew that? I didn't know that Kafka was going to be this good for the Giants. Like you just you don't know, right? And a lot of it, I mean, if you look at the Giants, they're they're almost like the exception in the rule because a lot of it comes down to players, player development, skill possession, you know, skill positions, all that. Um, the Giants have kind of done it the opposite way, where they don't really have all that. What is what is the vibe up there with this Giants run? Are people just on fire about I imagine people are through the roof yeah they're, they're pretty hyped up man I mean like I've been getting crushed it's funny this your your show is the only place where I think my my very accurate assessment on Daniel Jones all year can be validated 
I, I told you guys every time we played them that the difference between the teams mostly was the coaching and that they had a, a quarterback with a higher ceiling. The thing is, I have not an- anointed him Peyton Manning yet, so the Giants fans think I hate Jones. Right. When, in fact, at both times we played them, I got on the radio with you guys and said, I think Jones is really good. And, um, listen, I don't think he is going to be an absolute, like, lights-out dynamo in the NFL, but could he be a, a sort of Eli Manning character that is a consistent force who you would want to ultimately lead your team? I think it's possible, man. And, and this base is incredibly excited, and I don't see why you, you wouldn't be believing at this point. Now, granted, the Minnesota defense is bad, so who knows what they really showed us last week. We'll really – they'll get tested. Uh, listen, the only way that they can beat the Giants is to follow what the commanders did. That is the path. That is the only path, I believe, to the Giants beating the Eagles. Yeah. I, I think the thing about it, like, people always want you to, you know, to crown somebody as somebody else before they ever do it. He goes on and wins. If he wins this playoff game, then you can start talking about him. It, exactly. You know, and if I, he doesn't win the playoff game, then they'll be talking bad about him on Monday. So, I mean. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, listen, I give him credit. Here's where I really give Daniel credit is – Last week was a big game for him, like financially, respect-wise. That game was a big game. And in his biggest spot, he was awesome. Yep. So I give credit I give credit where credit is due. Um, I did a thing. You guys would actually have fun with this. I did a thing a few weeks ago that people are still angry at me about with me all the time. I made a, like, wedding table list of quarterbacks, and – I put the quarterbacks who I thought were at the same level at the same table, mm-hmm. and and I put Heineke, I put Heineke at the end of the Daniel Jones table. Oh. I said, "Listen, Jones is better, but they're sitting at the same table." Yeah, Pe- people have been irate about this. Well, they want you to put him on the first me. table. No, they're like the fourth table. <laughs> now, listen, if, if Jones wins another game, he's changed the table. <laughs> yeah, that might be clear. But, he might but already just, be changing tables just from the performance in Minnesota, but they have yeah. an all-time bad defense. So maybe, maybe we got to feel this one out a little bit. But he's getting close to changing tables. Yeah, exactly. And uh, listen, I'm excited to see what they could do. I mean, man, it's just it's just tough though as a Commanders fan to look at the playoffs and see that all three NFC East teams are alive, and you just can't help you watch that in Minnesota this round too. <laughs> and last week, did you, I just kept watching that game and thinking like, if we weren't. If we didn't intentionally shoot ourselves, we, we could have been beating Minnesota last week. I know. <laughs> I know. Talking with our friend Peter Rosenberg here on the BetQL guest line. You can give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram, at Rosenberg Radio. A couple of names for you. Um, Greg Roman just is departing from Baltimore. Nobody wants to say he's fired. It seems like it, but Greg Roman's out you, in Baltimore. When you agree to part ways, you're fired. Byron, no, that's left, I Byron Leftwich is out in Tampa. There's a lot of suggestions that Enemy might be out in Kansas City whenever their season ends. What would you think about going after any of those guys? And the Enemy's kind of more hypothetical at this point, but there's been plenty of speculation. Um, they're all intriguing. Uh, Leftwich is intriguing. I, li- I like Leftwich. Um, Enemy, I've just never understood what the deal is like. It, listen, I, I'm the first person to pontificate on how ridiculous the Rooney rule is in terms of how ineffective it is, and it's just a cover-up, and that the NFL does an absolutely putrid job with uh, ensuring that there are more black hires in, in the coaching ranks. But that being said, I still feel like with the enemy, there's something, there's something to him not getting the look yet. It just seems weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like, 
He's been a part of such a great offense. And I know Andy Reid's a genius. But you just sort of think there may be some factor there beyond racism that is not allowing Eric Bieniemy to get a job. Because otherwise, he seems really appealing to me. I just don't understand why has anyone else been scared to touch him. Yeah, the Bieniemy one is interesting. To me, Greg Roman, if you look at his historic numbers, if Ron really wants to just run the hell out of the football, Roman should be the guy. And people that don't think Sam Howell can run need to go watch. I mean, he got, ran for 850 yards his senior year at Carolina. I think I think Howell could be pretty similar to Daniel Jones, honestly. To me, if they're serious about this running philosophy – they, Roman I, needs to they be your better guy. Not be serious about that running philosophy. They might not be serious about yeah, that. I hope they're not. If you be, if you got those three, who would you want? And do you think they would come here? The enemy, Leftwich, Greg Roman. I don't well, know. You make if, a great. You make a great point on Roman. I hadn't really thought about it from that perspective. I don't know but if like, the enemy will come here. I watched yeah, Byron I just have an issue going to Jacksonville. Will he come here? I don't, but then again, he'd be coming back home, so then that may be something that's intriguing to him. So I could possibly see that. Roman, Wait, are we already? I, I think definitely. Have we already decided Sam Howell's quarterback. <laughs> that's what they said. Uh, Peter, here's what we're unsure of. He's either right now. He's either QB one or one quarterback. The one QB on the roster. So right now, he's kind of both. There okay. have been reports he's going to be QB one. Um, but there's also been open conversation about turning over every leaf, looking at our options. So draw your own conclusion. But right now, when uh, unless they get a deal done with Heineke, he's the only guy on the roster. Are they going to get a deal done with Heineke? It is a very good question. Um, <laughs> I frankly kind of think they will. Um, but Heineke was a Scott Turner guy. And if they hire somebody else... Maybe they, they want. want him here. And and Heineke became pretty reluctant to run. And if you're going to build and install a system for Howell, probably going to be a lot of running involved. I, but, I, and I think they always say Heineke knew Scott's offense. Yep. If Scott's gone, yep. his offense probably gone. Then I think that, that, that kind of alleviates that. Then on top of it, if you want to move forward, do you still want to have fans have a certain feeling about him? You got a quarterback you're trying to go with, he goes in the game, has one – Bad play, and they start calling for the other guy. Eventually, you got to move away from that, especially if he's yep. not the main guy. And since it's kind mm-hmm. of news to you, Peter, what would your reaction be if they're like, you know what, we're rolling with Howell. We're going to see what we got in the kid. And for the record, I saw that report the other day. I just didn't take it seriously. Um, <laughs> I would say that, listen, going into that Week 18 game, I very, I was very excited to see what Howell could do. And he did a couple of things that were nice. What he didn't do was enough to make me go, let's roll with him. Like, that didn't happen, unfortunately. Um, so, while he I think made, it's, He had 11 completions. Thank you. That's, that, uh, that was the, the statistic I needed to encapsulate my thoughts. He had 11 completions. I mean, yes, the one big ball was beautiful. He had a couple plays that were great. But the truth is... Half of us were geeked because his first pass was a touchdown after a turnover on a nothing sort of play. So we were all through the roof about it, but the reality is we didn't see that much. And the idea that he could become the guy overnight just because, 
is a symptom to me of the fact that this team is really lacking any sort of leadership and identity. I know it's supposed to be Ron Rivera, but guys, as I said a couple weeks ago, Ron Rivera is clearly confused. I just do not think this is the Super Bowl version of Ron Rivera. It, it's just hard to – there doesn't seem to be a plan. Like, you get rid of Scott Turner, okay, what's the next move? What's your subsequent move? And if it's going to be Shermer, those two have known each other a long time. Maybe that was the plan, but it, it it's hard to get fired up about that plan. Um, the one thing we do need to keep in mind, and we're going to break down – Offense coordinator candidates and the quarterback and options and what they do with the 16th pick, all of it. The absolute biggest storyline is if this team's getting sold. It's what everybody in the city's wanted for 20 years. Yep. It it crushes anything related to football. Like um, it, and and it, if it does happen, I think the the vibe will change so dramatically that even if they go seven and nine, the vibe may change. Seven still, and ten, you got to see something in in putting order. Or put in place to where you see something is changing, you know. Even listen, I uh, Ron. The fact that Ron is really going to be scrutinized and really judged this year, I would hope to see something different than I saw the last three years. <laughs> no matter how big, B, it's been pretty consistent. But for no three matter years. how big the sale is, still it comes back to the football field because a new owner could come in here, and if we see exactly what we've always been seeing, people will stop liking that too. So. They got to change something on the field. Yeah, just it just must be hard to really change anything on the field when you don't know who's changing the things right. off the field. Well, at least make, or, or you got to make spend. the new owners believe that your plan you told us about three years now is four years, I guess. That at least it does work because right now oh, no, it doesn't, well, doesn't seem like it works. That's for sure. I mean, if Ron Rivera wants <laughs> to be a part of the future, you know, which is a really great opportunity. I mean. To get to be the guy who's here when ownership changes and the mojo could change around this team would be an amazing opportunity. I think all of a sudden, with Snyder gone, the commander's job becomes much more appealing than it was. Um, yeah. So you'd think you'd really be auditioning to stay. Yeah. Um, this is how you know you're a big deal. Multiple people have tweeted me to tell Rosenberg something. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know why they don't just tweet you, but Peter, I'm going to tell you some things here. The Commander Parade Planner says, tell Rosenberg that Snyder selling makes everything better. I think we talked about that. Correct. I agree, Commander Parade Planner. This is a different one. Interstate Snake says, tell Peter Rosenberg that Interstate Snake from Woodbridge, Virginia said, what's up? I met him backstage at the Rock the Bells tour. You know what? I remember meeting Interstate Snake. It was... was it was one of the most memorable parts of that day, and I hope you're doing well, sir. There you go. Peter, thank With you for the time. name Interstate Snake, you know, <laughs> that will be remembered. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate Later, you. Later, guys. Peace. All right. Thank you to Interstate Snake as well. Thank you to Peter Rosenberg. Always great having him on the radio. You know what else is always great? Buying a car from Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. I bought four cars from these people. I bought a GMC Acadia, a Toyota 4Runner, a Toyota Sequoia, and a Toyota Tacoma. They are great every time I work with them at different stores. All the Oarsman Automotive of Virginia family gets it done. From Alexandria to Chantilly, check it out. They got all sorts of cars. Fords, Lincolns, Jeeps, Dodge, Rams, Toyotas, Kias, Chrysler, Chevys, Buicks, GMCs. They always have great deals, great selection, fantastic financing, and exceptional service, all backed up by the exclusive Oarsman Lifetime Edge. Yep, and that means you're going to get $1,500 in bonus extras, including complimentary car washes, 
with every scheduled maintenance, loaner cost with every major maintenance, and an Oarsman lifetime engine guarantee. Listen, Oarsman is so good that every time I have someone ask me about a place, I send them over there. And I told, I, I told you yesterday, it was about three or four or five cars that were sold. Send somebody else over. I was asked uh, last time we were doing the, the broadcast, Santana said, man, who you know over at, uh, at uh, Chantilly, uh, the uh, Kia place? I sent them Billy. over. Billy. I sent them over to Billy. Billy, I text Billy first, told him he'll be coming. He said, I'm going to take care of him. Don't worry about that. Now, he got a text from Santana last night saying, thanks, B. Mitch. He hooked us up. And he told me, man, that that uh, Sorrento, that thing is great. He helped his uh, cousin get a car. So when I tell you I will send somebody, send you over there to him, they take care of people. They make sure you get what you're looking for. And they did that for my buddy Santana just like they did for my family. And the ones will pay you up to 125% of the Kelly Blue Book value. It doesn't make a difference what make of the car, what model, what year, they will buy your car. And as they like to say at Virginia stores, let's ride together. Let's ride, baby. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.